1: Wow, buddy! You look healthy and happy. Veterinary surgeon and natural pet food pioneer John Burns knows the positive impact a natural diet has on our beloved pets. That's why he developed Burns Pet Nutrition. Hmm,
0: maybe I should try some of your pet food myself. Okay, okay, I'll start with a salad.
1: For natural, no nasty, wholesome recipes, choose Burns Pet Nutrition, available from veterinary clinics and all good pet shops across Ireland.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
1: Since it first started tumbling into Ireland through the old pirate coves of West Cork and in the stomachs of drug mules coming from Miami, cocaine has become the drug of our nation. It has swept in like a blizzard, dusting every corner of every small town and so swift and total has its spread been that the Irish are now some of the biggest users in the world. But to unravel how a small island like ours on the edge of Europe ended up such a big player in the major cocaine leagues, we must follow the white supply lines back to the beginning. We must follow the routes it has taken as it travels across the globe. And most importantly, we need to follow the cowboys who put us on the map. So join me, Nicola Talent for my new live show, Cocaine Cowboys, the story of Ireland's love affair with Colombia's biggest export. Limited tickets now available for February 10th at the Lime Tree Theatre in Limerick, February 15th in Cork's Everyman, and at Dublin's Three Olympia on Sunday, February 18th. Tickets available at venues are on mcd.ie. He was like a guy who had a very, very restful time and he came
0: across as being very together and very proud of his community. He, he had that disestablishment uh, mentality. My art were important to me and I sleep it and I live it and I think that allows me access to all kinds of different people that being part of a system or establishment or institution would prevent me from doing
1: I'm Nicola Tallent and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. Court sketch artist Mike O'Donnell attended the trial of Jerry the Monk Hutch at the Special Criminal Court last year and was there the day he walked free. But inspired by the craggy face of the veteran criminal and his interesting expressions, the Kerry artist decided to go another step and his exhibition entitled Released is set to open this week in Tralee. The artist sat with Hutch in the weeks after he was released and was allowed to sketch him further. And today he tells me why he believes his upcoming exhibition will move minds and spirits. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. You've been working away since we I saw you last. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, so this is a bit mad. So we met obviously in the in the special criminal court when Jerry the Monk Hutch was up on trial, and there was very dramatic days during that trial of the witness statements and the evidence of Jonathan Dowdall and various other days, and of course the day that Jerry the Monk Hutch was found not guilty and walked free, it was very much. On our agenda here in crime world for a long time and all the rest of it. But you were sitting in the courtroom and you were sketching because you're a sketch artist and you were you were detailing because obviously cameras aren't allowed into the courtrooms here in Ireland. So we're reliant on artists who can give us a, a, an image of of what uh, an individual looks like in the in the dock and what the courtroom looks like. But I think you found Jerry Hutch a, a very interesting subject.
0: Yeah, I did because for a variety of reasons. Um, uh I thought he was very distinguished looking in the sense that his lines suit felt suited the work that I do mm-hmm. and I generally work with ink. so I try to you know that kind of ups, uh, ups the stakes for me so uh and he he had very dark features and that impressed me and then he said to uh his uh lead lead team when I got that message that he wanted a copy of my work. But in fact, at the time you when know, I was uh, drawing there and Nicola, like, uh, I wasn't feeling that great actually, so I was actually septic. And um, I ended up in hospital for two months afterwards. All right. you know, from December to February. Um, I just couldn't walk, you know, so I wasn't in the best form, you know. Uh, so therefore the work I was doing, uh, it was okay, but I just wasn't in the best form. And I felt, look, if, uh, if you ask me You know, to give him a copy of his work, Um, I'd make sure it was good. So when I came out of the hospital, I got back in my feet. I broke my leg off, so it was a bit of a mess last year. Um, uh, Eventually, during summer, I decided I'd do proper uh, drawings of him if I could at all. And uh, I made contact with him through uh, an intermediary. And I found myself in his house um, uh, at the end of the summer into into autumn. Hmm. So I spent a few hours with him and that was fairly extraordinary for me because uh, I didn't expect it to happen, you know, but it did.
1: An invite into somebody's home is a measure of a certain trust that is built between the individuals. Uh, So do you think that began that sort of... uh, Maybe that trust began when you were sitting in the courtroom and you were polite and pleasant to the man in the dock. I, I I was I was attracted
0: to the image that I saw and the person that had that image. You know, I thought that was interesting for me. It, it, it impressed me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and his. I to be honest, I hadn't read a whole lot of you know, and only only when I pick up from. um which is, I suppose, a lot really from crime world and different publications. But I haven't, I didn't read the book, mm. you know, that has been written about him. And I, I like, I'm busy with other stuff, you know. Yeah. And, but I knew his, his, he, he was a huge figure, let's say, mm-hmm. in that whole world. And that was so interesting for me, you know. So, um, try, I suppose you have to trust me to go into his house. Yeah.
1: Were you nervous that going to the house and actually sort of trust goes both ways of course Mike doesn't it because he had to trust you
0: Yeah um,
1: uh, I, I'd I, say my curiosity
0: was a bit more stronger than trust yeah. uh, Sorry was, was I nervous? Um, I, a little bit but you know the work that you know we do in the courts like we're meeting people in you know in in, in you know, very, I suppose, uh, uh, difficult circumstances. And, you know, to go into somebody's house was, was very nice. And, in fact, um, we we're very comfortable with each other. And I brought him apple tart, we call it apple tart in Chile, but uh, just some Dingo. They call it apple pie out there. Um, I brought an apple pie from Dingo. And first thing he asked me was, Do you want tea? You know, so we had tea. And we sat down, and I'm sitting in my sitting on here and he was just sitting over there. Mm. And it was just lovely. And I I I actually was I you know, if ever i drawing anybody by appointment, let's say, it's not easy for them. Um it's well first of all it's not easy to do it, you know. But to actually have somebody sit there, I mean I couldn't imagine i anybody die if somebody was like drawing me, I'd be very uh, nervous about it. But he was I suppose he was he was I was nervous from that point of view. Um, I wasn't too nervous when were we great, we had great chat.
1: Did he just sit oh, and watch no. the telly or did he chat oh, away? We to you about away. It? No,
0: we were chatting away, yeah, yeah. In fact, the first thing, um, I come up from Kerry and only the previous Sunday I was going over the road, particularly Saturday actually, I was going over the road in Dingle and bumped into the man of the moment, um, Killian Murphy, and we were. I said, that's that's what happened he just the last maybe week or so. And I was looking at his eyes and I was saying, you know, his blue eyes and I said, Yeah, but I I, I was I saw Killing Murphy's eyes there last week and we were discussing his eyes and how they're so, you know, shiny and iridescent mm. and and why, you know. So yeah, we're he was talking about that, he'll both talking about that. And then it went on to just, I suppose, friendly chat, but I mean, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm not exactly his age, but I'm not too far away, let's say. Mm-hmm. And you know, we discuss what fellas talk about, you know, and we're laughing and joking and stuff, and um, I uh, eventually got him to kind of pose for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to do no a, a natural pose. I wanted to just you know, that he was relaxed. And I got like. Easily, I suppose, 13, 14, 15 sketches and parts of sketches. Mm. And I've put them all together and I, I explained to him the purpose of what I was doing. And he was very, so, yeah, no problem. you know, so it's just very, very uh, normal. And, you know.
1: So tell um, us about the exhibition, because uh, is it yeah. the 24th of January that it is opening?
0: Yeah, so we have uh, tomorrow night, we have preview. And it's opening on the 1st on the of February for all the all month of the February. And I suppose of the 26 pieces, I think it's about 10 or 12 of um, Jerry Ulrich mm-hmm. and parts of the trial um, w- when we were sitting. And also, we have other characters, other people, I should say, t- like uh, Martin Ferris, who's our local PD here, who I sat a couple of weeks ago, who sat with me. And exactly the same kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Archer Lean, who's, who was court artist in the Supreme Court for the last, I think three decades in America. Uh, he visited we where, you know, we're kind of electronic friends for the last number of years and he was visiting his wife is from, or his wife's family is left Ireland during the famine. So they were delighted to come back to Ireland, you know. Yeah. So, to, to, so I met him.
1: So these works are original. Is there is there one, and then you know sometimes artists will will print you know you know one of twenty or something like that.
0: No. So what I'm doing is uh, these are all originals, and um, none of them will get printed. That's my plan. Mm. So they're 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 one offs, and mm. uh, that's important for me. I don't want prints. I don't want to produce prints of them. Yeah, um, they're very special, and okay. uh, I think it's the first time. It's the first time that I've exhibited publicly my artworks um, from the court. The previous one was in two thousand, I think, thirteen years ago, um, and that wasn't in, that was an exhibition, but not it was in England, in, so it wasn't in public. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time. But, um,
1: and so, are yeah. these going to be for sale?
0: Yeah, they're for sale.
1: Right, for sale. So now. Yes. Here's the big question: Who's going to stick a portrait of Jerry Hutch on the their living room wall? Apart from Jerry Hutch,
0: I, <laughs> it remains to be seen.
1: I could buy one for the Crime World Studio, maybe.
0: You could, yeah. They're going for half nothing, you
1: know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could put two up, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was he was uh, very interesting. He was very generous to me, like that. I didn't. A lot of people, like I asked a couple of people over the years, you know, they posed, and they never got back and stuff. So mm. And some of them did. Um, but this, you know, for somebody, you know, there are artists out there and for somebody to sit for you, it was very, very generous. And yeah. I'm very grateful to this man and the others who, who participated as well, because yeah. it's not
1: easy. So the, it's called release and obviously that day that he was released was a very sort of high emotion, I'm sure, for him. And, um, you know, it created a lot of talk around issues like the special criminal court and the validity of it under so much criticism. Um, you know, a lot of talk about what the state was doing, really, putting him on a, a single murder charge. Um you know, it was a kind of a rarity for someone to walk free from the special criminal court. It doesn't happen very often. But did you get a sense in his face? Did you see a difference in his face from when he was sitting in the dock to when he was released and he was sitting for you and it was all behind him and he was obviously moving on with a new chapter of his life?
0: i um, I saw a different man entirely, and he was very, very... Like, I got the impression... I, I don't know about you, but I got the impression in the court that he was very... Warm and kind of relaxed, but he had that. I I I don't want to kind of be unfair to him, but it was a bit a bit a little bit unkempt. Let's put it like this: you know, you know, he was he had a lovely shirt and lovely jacket on, but I felt he was kind of weather beaten uh, a little bit. Uh, But uh, in his house uh, during that day, I found a very very relaxed. very, very well. Very dapper.
1: He cut his hair and shaved his beard, hadn't he?
0: Cut his hair and shaved. He was completely clean-shaven. He was like a guy who 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 been a, 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 a you know had a very very restful time, mm. and he came across as being very together um, and very proud of his community. And uh, you know, I, he spoke all about that and as far as I was concerned, you know, he was as proud of his locality as, mm. you know, I, I'm from Kerry and we're very proud of our own place here and, you know, this was just very evident to me.
1: He's always uh, been a bit of an anarchist going back to the days yeah. when he was nicking handbags at the, uh, you know, at the lights in Summerhill and, um, you know, was identified as the head of the then Bugsy Malone gang. But, did you get a sense that he was appreciative of how the court sort of uh looked on the evidence and and judged him or is he still anti-establishment well
0: i saw him i didn't dis- discuss um and i didn't bring up anything about that and trust him, i'm i was in his sitting room so i wouldn't uh, i didn't i was very conscious of the fact it was his 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 place um but we we spoke about kind of fairly light things really um But I got the sense that from right it that he was a kind of um, a die say, of disestablishment. Mm. And uh, I I, I have my own views on on establishment. But uh, he, from a lot of of people have spoken to me about this and how did you, you know, uh, how, uh, how was he like to speak with and so on. Um, I got the sense that he uh, he he had that disestablishment uh, mentality and I respect that you know and uh, I as an artist you have to be to be you have to I think uh, take you can't be part of the establishment I don't think I'd been let in the door uh, if I was one of the part of the establishment Hmm. and I I feel for instance like I I feel I have access to Lots of different people, and that's because I'm I'm not part of the system. I'm not part, and I don't want. I never want. I never work for anybody. Mm. Um, and I'll I'll do my I'll do my own thing, and my art is very important to me. And I sleep it, and I live it, and I think that allows me access to all kinds of different people that being part of a system or establishment or institution would prevent me from doing. You know, so um, I think he may have seen that. I don't know. I hope he did um but uh, i am absolutely uh grateful to him and to especially to him um because the exhibition wouldn't have happened um and that's giving me a huge one too.
1: You're you're saying there, really, amongst that, that anybody who sits for you, you'd be grateful for. You're not being fawning over Jerry Hutch because he's a, you know, a, such a, a well-known figure, a veteran criminal, and uh, you know, one of the leading figures, I suppose, that has come out of Gangland over the past five decades but you say that about anybody who gives you their time to to allow you examine their features and uh it's very
0: it's very very i mean the only um the only person who examines probably is my own thinking over the years you know who probably examines a face more closely is probably a dermatologist Mm. you know (laughs) um i have a daughter who's who's into that area she's doctor and like he, i I every single um of the face I study mm. and that's what I do. that's what I think about all the time right. and uh it doesn't matter who but to actually be presented to to, to well you know to weeks ago was Martin Farris, like he's very very well known, but I had the same level of respect for him as I had for mm. um Jerry Hodge and for um art, art Ling, who I drew during the summer. Um, they gave me their time. That's like, you know, generosity to me is the highest form of human intelligence. That's just the way it is. And I don't, I don't, I no interest in their history, or no interest in their future. I'm interested in what they give me, you know, and what I can do with that. That really is um, special to me as an artist.
1: So remind us again where we can view these pictures.
0: Yeah, so, uh, it's in Saint John's in the store in County Kerry, but uh, for the whole month of February. And I'll have some, I have some stuff up on social media. Yeah. But um, it will be in Dublin later. Uh, that's for sure. But the 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 venue and uh, time. That's for a later date. Nicola.
1: Super, Mike. Well, thanks very much. And I might drop down and see if I can see anything for the walls of the uh, the Crime World Studio here. I need to...